0: This week's episode is brought to you by Poor Punctuation. Man, Bushiro loves to put things where they don't belong. We are Trinity Dragon! Putting commas in different places, dot dot dot, unnecessary punctuations. We invited the strippers, JFK, and Stalin. Hey everybody, welcome to... I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm happy for once. And I'm Rootbeer. So Rootbeer is, you're you're the first, I think this is the first time we've had a fourth person on the show since we got like the main three of me, Matt, and Gabe. So welcome to the second era of guest, <laughs> guesting. When was the last time you were on here? Was that for the Narakami podcast? Yes. <laughs> that, was, that was quite an episode. Oh my god, Yeah, we pissed off so many people. Um, Got it. Yeah. Let's do it again. <laughs> Alright, so today we're talking about um, the Character Booster 2. We are, three exclamation points, Trinity Dragon. Um, so this came out a couple about a week ago, two weeks ago, in the US. And it features Great Nature, Oracle Think Tank, and Dimension Police. So... The reason Rootbeer is here is because he plays OTT, and you know, not very many people can say that. That's yeah. true. I mean, we 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 did like the, we did the clan analysis for OTT about like I, I mean, it might have been almost a year ago now, and like it was so sad. So why don't we see if we can replicate that? Um, so you so you know, long time listeners might know the drill. We mostly just go through. Uh, all of the high rarity cards down through the double R's, and then, uh, you know, talk about their impact and stuff, and then if there's any important commons or rares, we stipple in on that, too. Um, so why don't we just go in order, Descending. Um, Rupi or Gabe, if you want to go first, then... Um,
1: first actually, um, what, what what part of OTT do you play? Do you play Suzano or Battle Sisters, or what?
2: I play Suzano.
1: Okay, do you know anything about Battle Sisters? Because I only know Susanoo.
2: I don't know that much about Battle Sisters, but I can probably try to talk out my ass about it.
1: So, do you want me to take Susanno slash Oracle and you want to take Battle Sisters? Just because that's all I, literally all I have is Susanoo.
2: I mean, I can try, but I'll, I'll like, chime in for Susano.
1: Fair enough. Like... I'll front run Suzanemo. You can say anything relevant, and we can swap mm. for Battle Sisters too.
2: All right, okay. cool.
1: So, gr for Ott is the State Affairs Subjugation Duty Kamu Suzanemo. It is not a cross stride for the other Kamu Suzanemo. Thank for, Christ for some reason, but like you know, it's probably for the best. So, this is actually a good card. I know Ott doesn't get those a lot, but here we are. I actually. If anybody, for who, for the people that listen to this, you know I have to be angry at everything. I can't be angry at this somehow. <laughs> so, um, first, it has um, continuous GB2 Oracle five can a crit. The best part is if your opponent doesn't know what the hell Oracle is, like they never heard of OTT for whatever reason. If you drive check and just get, if you drive check to five in hand, if you don't have it before your drive check, you can just spook them with the five can a crit. I did that. The guy went one to pass. Okay, drive check. No triggers, but I have five in hand, so I win. So that was great. Yeah. Um, Susanna's GB two is spooky, but it also has this really great on stride ability. Where when it's placed on Van, you can counter other also GB two. So this thing isn't a first stride. When it's placed on Van, you can counter blast two and draw until you have five. So it is instant oracle fodder. Uh. Like. Oracle as a mechanic is one of the worst ones out there, objectively, because it requires you to have five cards in hand, which, depending on the timing restraint, is kind of hard. But, like, this instantly fuels it for you, and just, like, you can guard out your ass or rush out your ass or do both and then not even minus with it. I've, like, opening turn... One in hand, draw stride cost. I draw, drew four cards because why not? It's great.
0: I I love the art on this thing. He's, he's got like, uh, or she? No, it's a dude. Uh, he he's got like magatamas and stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the Phoenix Wright games, so that just made me happy. Um, I didn't
1: know. I, I didn't know you knew Japanese like terminology. That actually surprised me. Uh, like hear, hearing you say something that like pertained to I don't know. Thank you. Question mark. I, I didn't pay you I, for a weeaboo. We,
3: weebs, weebs should be quarantined. I agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: True. Uh,
0: I mean, I don't know. So what? 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 Uh, what do you two think of this card? Or Davey you, you already said. Rubier. Yeah. What about you?
2: It's a good card, although I don't go into it as much just because I haven't had that much of a problem maintaining Oracle. True. Usually, I run both this and Takamikazuchi still for some reason. So like,
0: I dude, actually
2: whenever I have like exactly three cards, I usually just go into Takamikazuchi if I have to draw, and I usually only go to this if I have two or less.
3: Hmm. That's fair. I don't I've I've played three games against uh Root Beer so far, and <laughs> he's gone into it like two out of the three games. So I don't know. I don't know what he's talking
0: about. I I played three games against him today. He didn't go into it once. So. Oh.
3: Well you should uh you should attack him more.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> um, really
3: tried.
2: But it's really hard to win when the, every drive check is crit, crit,
0: crit, crit. Oh you're looking like, dead now? O T T twelve crit or die. Um It's always been that way. Yeah. True.
1: Um I let's... I met a guy who was running rainbow and I wanted to kill him. Oh, what it, what I think just because he was that bad. What's standard? Uh, the, um, the, the one that gives something Tom's skill. Ew.
3: Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a second, but uh, I want to say that this gr, this gr is like is probably the most predictable of all of the grs. Yeah. Like if you were going to design a card that ott that Bushi thought ott needed, it's a way to like artificially gain oracle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, this card is no surprise. So like I'm surprised honestly, the uh, Oracle skill is only 5k in a crit to itself, not, like, gain a critical, then 5k to the front row or something like that. That'd be Yeah. Crazy. I wish one, it did that. <laughs>
1: same. Honestly, if I had to pick one way to make it better, it would it would either be 5 to the front row or drop until you have 7. Because if you have no field, you can also just call some cards, maintain Oracle, and still build up a field. Because sometimes, this is very, very rare, but it happened once or twice or I drew, and I either maintained Oracle, or I didn't, and I called stuff for more attacks. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: So, one of those two things would have made this card much better, but honestly still can't complain.
2: Yeah. For as crappy as Oracle is, like, this is probably as good as we'll get for now.
1: Alright. Maybe if OGD had, like, that Brave starter, where it's like, move it into Soul, get Brave... If yeah, really have that, that'd be great. I would run the
0: shit out of that I oh, like your own Electos? Yeah, that'd be nice Yeah,
1: it would be ten times better than, like, the Oracle starter we have Which isn't bad, but the Electos clone would just be better
2: Honestly, I don't even like that Oracle starter all that much
1: Neither do I, but it's also, um Which Oracle starter th- are you talking about? It's, um, it has two abilities One of them is when you strident, when an Oracle is placed on ban Counterblast one, move to soul if you have four or less in hand, draw Or Oracle, move it into the soul countercharge
0: hmm okay that's not too bad but like yeah I it's know not would it, be
1: better yeah it's it's your stars between that or the, the one where it's kind of must one to so checked up to add one yeah bottom one. Yeah.
2: I still use the old one just because I value the draw more than counter charging honestly that's fair
1: that's fair I actually just won the new one and I use honestly use the counter charge because I kind of counter blast pretty quickly mm.
0: so um, yeah. okay so moving on.
3: The 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 one of the set. <laughs> all, right, let, let, all right, So, uh, I want to make the side comment. Uh, meme is being overused; it basically doesn't mean anything anymore. So, uh, uh, that's fine. Yeah, it, this, is, this is this is this is um, this is the funniest. Uh, let's call GR it out of joke. Let's call it a joke card. Okay, that's fine. If 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 um. Bushrode is going to make an unset. This is the card that'd be in it. An unset. So great <laughs> Galactic Governor Commander Laurel D. That's right. <coughs> so. my god. Uh, he, has, he has burst, uh, act, rest for your rearguards, rear and then if his power is 20,000 or more, he gets an, a red tech skill that when this unit's attack hits a vanguard, stand this unit. Then, if its power is 25,000 or more, it gets a different red tech skill. That says, the end of the battle, this this unit attacked. If the attack did not hit, choose up to four of your rearguards. So basically, what they want you to do is pay for Laurel up front. Like, pay for the grade one Laurel, just up front. And just have different guard columns. But that's not really an effective way to do anything, because it's not good at all. Also, if you notice from how the burst text is worded, he has less than 26 base. Oh wait, oh that's right. He is a uh, instead of being a fifteen thousand plus stride, he is a four thousand plus stride because that's the joke. It's yeah. four thousand. Um so the way you're supposed so the way that Boucherot Imagine you uses this card is that you just play four rear guards and just rest them. The way you're actually supposed to use this card is you play uh, four rear guards, including some of the stance uh, effects stand triggers. And rest them, and then you <laughs> shove the ex- expect stand triggers back in your deck and the or wherever they might go, and then uh, and then you call more shit. Um, this card is really not great. It it doesn't like the stand trigger that they want to go with it, which is Which is please stop. Holy shit! Who is that? I think my it's my
0: just holy shit. <laughs> so many chips. <laughs> Put them okay. or them onto a plate, or or, or, yeah. um, or or mute your mic if you're not talking.
1: Don't tell me what to do. You're not my father. <laughs> I mean, this is going to
0: be great if like someone's right. at
3: the gym or something. I'm going to listen next to tonight. at right. <laughs> right, Let me let me let me put it this way, Gabe. I have a really great idea. You think it'd be really not? It'd be uh, it'd be a lot less noisy if you put them onto a plate.
1: Oh, I was done eating. I w- I have like one of those like. Two pound bags or whatever, and I was just rolling it up.
3: Jesus Christ! Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm an unhealthy uh, person. Okay.
3: <laughs> so th- this card, th- th- this so this card wants you to play a bunch of stand triggers in your deck, which I already don't like. And furthermore, it wants you to uh, pay up front for Laurel, and its skills is still not even that good because it's not enough power. Like even if you get it up to like twenty nine, like you know thirty three thousand people are just like one card two to pass. And then, or two cards, no pass. And you're just like, okay, I guess. I what didn't I think know is really
1: funny. What I think is really funny about this card is the sets about Trinity Dragon. So, like, you'd think it was supposed to go with Enigmans, but it works better in Gallop because of the new Gallup's Strike Grade Three. Oh,
3: that's the joke. It doesn't work at all.
1: Yeah,
0: my favorite thing about this card is uh, how they depicted it in the show. So, uh, it starts out really tiny, and every time it gained power, it got like bigger and bigger and bigger. And, like, uh, what's his name? Carl, who plays in Naidman? Carl? Yeah, so he he he's playing against Tayo, and, like, he wins going into Laurel D a second time, and it just kind of collapses on top of Tayo. Like, just gets so big and just <laughs> falls over, like one of those like those inflatable gorillas outside a like, car dealership if it just fell over.
1: Everybody in the anime is terrible at this game. I know.
0: Yes. true. Except for Tayo. Tayo's pretty good,
1: but... He lost. Kyle was bad at the game
0: at that fight, entry. though. Yeah, no, I mean, like in terms of the under twenty, right. he was pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, I
3: think I think Sheon is the only player who's like reasonable. I mean, Shion, and he I mean, still does poor decisions. That's true. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're like what Same. fifteen or? This is not about. age, This is just about playing the game. True.
1: Atlas, remember, I was fifteen and I was still kicking your ass regularly. Oof.
0: Yeah. Oh. oh, that's a good burn. Um, all right. Well, I'm I'm gonna soothe my frayed nerves with uh, the last of the GRs. Omniscience Dragon Fernigus. So this is uh, Great Nature's stride, and it's an owl with like a graduation cap. So I don't know why they call it a dragon. It's just an owl. Um,
2: Same reason Caspaluke is a dragon. Touche. Same reason that Managarm is
1: a dragon.
0: Managarm at least lo- like looks like a dragon. Um but it looks like the dragon with the I mean it looks like the dragon from the never ending story, I'll buy that. Um <sighs> anyway, so his steal is G B three, counterblast one, soul blast one. When he's put into your G zone from the Mandar Circle, you may pay the cost. If you do, at the end of the turn, choose all of your rear guards, retire them, and for each unit chosen with this effect, draw a card and counter one, soul charge one. Um, what? yeah, so... This is deck out the card. Yes, deck out... Coming this summer, deck out the movie. Um, you're forgetting
1: but, this. You're forgetting a very key part of this card, though. What? It's other skill.
0: Oh, yeah. This, uh, continuous, this unit is plus 4K for each of your rear guards. Jingles. Um. What?
1: If only Laurel D did that.
3: Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that Laurel D was not GB anything, so you could do him first stride if, uh, if that you ever comes yourself? up.
0: If you wanted. I mean... I've done it first
3: stride, and I did get a restand first stride. This is exactly one time, and uh, I would not it was recommend. against Chris, too, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, my I main don't pro- think that counts
2: as a real accomplishment if it's against Chris. Oof. Wow. You know he listens to this, right?
0: I know. Okay, just saying. But I take the piss out of him all the time. Fair enough. So, uh, my problems with Fernidius are, first off, you have to kill everything. Um, sometimes I have a crayon tider I want to keep. You'll, and also, we do not need the soul charge. Great Nature never really cared about soul charge, and the few cards that do soul blast, like, enough to where it's a problem, you have Label Pangolin and Pawn Belly and a Margoal clone. We're fine. We didn't need this. Um, the counter charge is nice, but the only time I could see myself using this card is either, if I'm playing against Link Joker, because this activates at the end of the turn, so... When all your stuff unlocks and you don't want to leave things around for your opponent to lock next turn, you then use it to just kill it off before they can you know, do stuff on their next turn. If and it's chaos,
3: they can kill it before you have the ability to do so.
0: That's fine. It was mostly just for the, like, so they can't continue to lock the same thing over and over.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, like, the leave the front row thing there so they can lock it again? Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, so the only thing I can see is either that or you have a handful of garbage, so you just play it and then at the end of the turn, you can just like get a redo. But that's it. If, if this unit was just counter charge and draw for each thing, I think I'd be okay with it. But the soul charge just kills it for me. Yeah. What a shame, because what's great is an this GR.
2: This does this yeah, lead us I... to the awkward conclusion that OTT had the best GR out of the three?
0: It definitely I think
3: did. OTT had the best GR by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, you look at the other GRs, and you're like, these are both really bad. Like the the DP one is the worst. The GN one is, I think, marginally better than World D. Same. But it's hard for me to comprehend situations where Fernagus would be good. Yeah. And then Komusuzano just does what it needs to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It does. It it does something you actually want.
1: (laughs) So... So. All right. Next thing. Triple R's. We got the first Triple R uh, G-Guard ever, which is... Wait, Defeat Flare. Oh, that was a GR. Never mind. Yeah, that's that's a a GR. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah, It's the Son of Eternity Amaterasu, because everybody wanted Amaterasu back, but not this way. So it was another insult to OTT players, which I laughed at. Um, So... What she did was on guard. You soul charge one, and then you check the top, and you move it on top or bottom. So it's literally just the original Abinorosu's skill, which is really cool because you can just force yourself to see some miracle heals for shenanigans. It's it's great, mm-hmm. but also um when you guard with it, if you have four or more in your hand, it gains ten k shield. So like this thing honestly killed um.
2: Ichiboshi.
1: Collection G Ichiboshi as a G Guard. Like, she's a, this is a good G Guard. Yeah. She's like, you gain resources because soul is actually used. You can mm-hmm. um, plan shenanigans by checking the top, and it's a fucking twenty-five k.
2: Yeah, this card right. is just solid. Like, not like, really much else to say about it.
4: Yeah, it's also cute. Like, mm.
2: yes, it does have cute. very nice art. And it's like a $70 SP, otherwise I'd have two of them.
1: True. (laughs) She's also the same price as Kamu Susanemo, the GR, because waifu tax.
2: And because you would put this into every OTT deck.
1: True. But I feel like you'd also do the same with Kamu Susanemo, just because it can give you a potential draw four, and even if you don't play Oracle, that's good. Yeah. But, yeah, this is another just, you know... Good card. I can't really say anything else about it. Okay. Um,
2: next, next one is, on the list is the Grade 3 Susano.
1: It's uh, Susano G, or the spiritual sort of rough deity Susano O. Did they have to so, say um, rough? Yes. It's a hardcore deity. Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, so, GB2 Oracle at the beginning of your ride phase you can check the top card of your deck and put it on the top or the bottom. Also, at the beginning of your ride phase, if you have an Amadorasu or a Waka Harume in your G-zone, which throws one of each, you can Soul Charge one. And when you stride, you can Soul Blast two to draw a card. So, um, this is good because it doesn't cost a Counter Blast, which was kind of an issue with OTT. Um, it also gives you a Soul Charge, which is kind of nice. But my issue with it is is its first skill is not only Oracle, so you have to have five in your hand after you draw from a whole turn of guarding, but it's also GB2, which, like, didn't seem super necessary. If this was just pure Oracle, it honestly would have been fine.
2: Yeah, the GB2 is a little annoying. I do like the skill itself. Like, being able to top deck all the time is pretty nice.
1: Yeah, exactly. And also you can, like, force yourself to draw into something. So, like, if you get a crit, and you want to draw a stride skill, just put the crit at the bottom and draw something better. hmm So, this is just Or if you think you have card. enough cards
2: in your hand and you see the crit, you can just be like, all right, I'm going to leave it there and crit
1: my and opponent. Your... Exactly. Like, honestly, this is just another card you really just can't complain about. Mm-hmm. it's hmm it's, it's, de- it's decent. It's good. I like yeah. it. But I like it, too. This right is target over the original. Mm-hmm. Just because it's fucking free.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Um
0: So it seems like Bushiro got their shit together with uh with like the support in this set. It's just they didn't do that before. Yeah.
1: No, well, not really because they didn't get it well enough for OTD to be really relevant. It's it's in a much better place proportionally than it has been for a long time, but it's still not in a great place.
2: Like, basically, Susano went from being an F-tier, unplayable deck to, like, a C-minus.
1: <laughs> Something like that. Because okay. yeah, the, the deck still requires you to create your opponent to death. But As really- you
2: saw this morning, Atlas.
1: Yep. <laughs> that has, the issue with OTT is that it hasn't stopped being its win gone. Mm-hmm. Um... Because it, it, it doesn't have any pressure. All it does is draw like mad and hope a 5k of a crit on a vanguard will do something.
0: Yep. What a shame. Um. <coughs> let's see, next thing. Matt,
3: it's time. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so this is one of the few Dim- uh, Dimension Police cards that matter in the set. This is Dimensional Robo Command Chief Final Die Max. This is another uh, card drawn by Masami Obrey. This is uh, a, lo- a lot I'd of magic I $30
1: just for that name. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, this guy, he, he does some stuff. He's, he, first of all, he's a Dimensional Robo stride. This is important. Second of all, you choose a face-up... Uh, so, Act, Persona, Flip. Uh, if you have a heart card with Dimensional Robo in its card name, this gets you know, It gets plus 10,000. Then, if the number of face-up cards in your G-Zone is two or more, it gets critical plus one. Then... If the number of face cup cards in your G-zone is 4 or more, all of the units in your front row with Dimensional Robo in their card names get Power plus 5,000 and Critical plus 1. So let, let, let's let's add some numbers here. So he gets 10k, then 5k, so it's 15. So he's 41-3 Critical by himself, and he gives 5k and a crit to your other two rear guards in front row if you're playing all D-Robo great dudes, which you should be. This is decent. Uh, Pretty good. You can do this as early as second stride with a G guard for full effect, and it's no counterblast.
1: I just love so how it's not like restricted to D de- face up D robos. It's just face up G units.
3: Yeah, it's just face up stuff because none of the G guards are D robos. So that'd be pretty lame. But yeah, this card. This card is
1: sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's Not very. Sorry, go on. No, no, I was. I was just agreeing with you.
3: Yeah, um, this is one. Um, not very many cards give crits to rear guards, especially outside of like Great Nature or something, and I guess future cards. But uh, this card just this card's great. And if your if your opponent takes it, they're just dead. So like they're gonna <laughs> pg they're gonna pg this card, and they're gonna have to guard your rear guards because now your rear guards matter. Yeah,
0: I I'd, I borrowed Matt's deck
3: yesterday. And
0: I ended up going into this because uh, the first time going into Die Kaiser Leon, it didn't do anything because I didn't get any grade threes. Second time, I'm like, oh okay, this is uh, horrifying. Like, <laughs> like I, I've I've been on the business end of it before, but that was like three weeks ago, and he had it proxy. But seeing the card in the flesh somehow makes it worse for me. <laughs> <laughs> Has great art. That's the true. SPs um, are way too expensive, and how,
3: I don't care enough to buy them. How much are the SPs? Oh, like, 90 or something. Holy shit. Yeah, it is the yeah. most expensive SP in the set.
1: The Susano SP is 20.
0: You know what's even worse than that? The uh, the Success Perfect Guard SP is also 20. So, like...
1: <laughs> but for what yeah, purpose?
3: I don't know. <laughs> but okay, then. Um, let's so, see. So, there's another Dimension Police Triple R. Yeah. This card's not bad, but... Uh, it's still mostly not great. It's called br- uh, Bravest Rush Grand Gallop. So this is Gan- Grand Gallop G or, you know, whatever. Um, so he has a rearguard <coughs> skill, a rearguard burst skill, that when this, when your Vanguard attacks, if it's your Vanguard's power is 30,000 or more, until under turn, this unit gains 4k, which is kind of a silly number, but anyway. And then if your Vanguard's power is 60,000 or more, it gains critical plus one. This unit gains critical plus one. Interesting. So, if you attack a lot with your Vanguard, then this guy gets a, becomes 15 with a crit. Um, his, so he has um, another auto skill on Vanguard. At the beginning of your ride phase, if the number of cards in your hand is two or less, until under turn, you may stride without paying the cost the next time you stride. So this is basically if you're at one card before you draw, or zero cards, then you can stride for free. That's
0: pretty and good. And then...
3: Yeah, it's not bad, oh. but... So they want you to be, like, super aggressive, and but I mean, there, there, there's inherent problems with all this, which I'll talk about in a second. And then he has a stride skill. When the gene is stride, to a turn, choose one of your vanguards, and it gets power plus 4,000. Then, if that unit has the burst ability, you may counterblast one. If you do, it gets another 4,000. So this is, again, that problem where you're just counterblasting for, like, 4K power. It's and going away, it, yeah. Yeah, and you're not even necessarily gaining advantage off 4K power, so this card is actually like assuming the burst deck actually was a deck, this card would be good, but the problem is all the burst cards just waste resources without gaining any advantage. Mm. So you you have to play like this really aggressive fashion, but you don't even have the correct tools to do that. Like I've I've been messing around with somebody in the Reddit discords like a uh, platinum ace deck. Or like platinum mace thing, and it's just like not, it's not, it's like not even enough. Like you, it's just not like there's not enough things to do early to make these skills make sense. That sucks. Yeah, I, and, and it, it's stupid too because a lot of other clans that give like power in, like four K stages like Great Nature like don't, most of those like barely have costs. Yeah, and you 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 actually gain advantage. Uh, you know, after the second one.
0: Yeah. Where
3: sure. this, like, you counterblast one, you're not gaining anything. You counterblast two, you're still not gaining anything.
2: True. And then sometimes you're counterblasting all this and what you're gaining is a non-hit.
3: Yes. Oh my god, yes. Or like, what I'm gaining is my hope my opponent takes it and I crit a lot. <laughs> Which is, I mean... I, I sure well... <laughs>
2: hope four drive checks actually does something. Oh wait, I still have to play a million stand triggers.
3: Yeah, an- another problem with this deck is they force you to play lots of stands like you're pretty much forced to play operator girl Reka because it's one of the few ways to like freely give power to a vanguard and like replace itself um, and you ha- you need to run this PR grand lady uh, rest give 4k to your give 4k to your vanguard if your vanguard had the burst ability choose a rearguard and give it 4k w- but it's not GB restricted so it does like open up sweet some, su- su- uh, some pretty neat early game stuff like I said with platinum ace before but it's not the deck's the deck's not good. What a like, shame! This card is fine, but the deck is just so bad that you you should like you should just play the great Nature. You should just play the big belly stuff in this <laughs> set. It's 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 going to be overall like probably similarly priced mm-hmm. and just better.
0: So is it, so, what if someone has a boner for increments of four thousand, yeah, they, just they, play. yeah, seems about right. Um. Well, the next thing on that list is uh, Immortality Professor Brahmananda. That does not roll off the tongue well. So this is one of the strides, or one of the cards in the set, uh, to accompany the newly created Honorary Professor archetype. Um, And also the eyes are really creepy. Anyway, so it's a stride that uh, you counterblast one, flip up a copy... When he attacks, if you have a heart card with Honorary Professor, you may pay the cost. If you do, choose up to the same number of cards from your hand as the number of face-up cards in your G-Zone. Call them to separate rares until the end of the turn. Those units get red text. When this attacks, it gets plus 4k. And at the end of the turn, draw a card and retire this unit. So, this thing, um, doesn't really do much. Because you basically, um... Unless you're running stand traders or have ways to stand stuff like Crayon Tiger, which you will, uh, you're not really gonna plus off this, it's just replacing things from your hand.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um mm-hmm. and then on top of that you uh you know, it, it's just kinda clunky, I think. For for something that was supposed to be like Immortality Professor, especially i the, the other, you know, honorary professor support was uh Cathpaled, which counterblasts like, you know, anywhere between two and five counterblasts in a turn, uh, you'd think that this wouldn't have a counterblast cost, so you could use it in conjunction with it, but instead they're just fighting for resources. Right. Um, I really don't like this thing, but I have it in SP for some reason, because K-Split.
3: So... Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I, I'll, I have some inherent problem with the um, Honorary Professor deck, which I'll talk about once we get to uh, the double R's, but...
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't like it much either, but... We'll we'll get to that can discuss later. It. Um the next thing is Teacher's Cane of Affection, Big Belly. So he's got success twenty five thousand while well on the Vanguard, And I noticed that they don't they they didn't bother to explain what six the keyword does. I think they're getting to the point where they're like, Yeah, there are enough cards that say what the keyword does, we're fine. Um, yeah
3: i think after the first set they get a little more
0: loose with how they want to (laughs) yeah well especially because he's got three uh, or sorry two other effects that take up a lot of room so i don't think they even had the type space to do so um his other skills are vanguard gb2 all of your successful units get plus plus four thousand, and if you have no rear guards all of the cards in your hand get uh while you're paying the cost for stride this gets grade plus one so you can stride with the grade two that's kind of neat and then the last still is Vanguard. When your G unit strides, you may pay the cost, counterblast one. Choose up to one card with a success ability from your hand. Call it to R. Choose one of your rear guards, and you may have it get plus four K. And at the end of the turn, draw a card and retire that unit. So this thing is what I was asking for with old Big Belly, which was an alt mile clause. So if you have kind of no field, you can call something and you know give anything the plus four K. If you already have a field, you can just give it to something already there. So this thing is flexible. Um, it's weird, and I really hate the art because he's got a creepy handlebar mustache, and his eye looks <laughs> like he got it, like hit really hard in a street fight. Um, also, he—you can't see his hand. Instead, there's like a like a not a ballpoint um, fountain pen. Bon- oh. A fountain pen, like just poking out of there. So it looks like he's got a fountain pen for a hand. It's just weird. Um...
1: What, what I love about it... Yeah? Sorry? Go ahead. What I love about it is it's drawn by Chaos Breaker.
0: Oh, the same dude? Or... It's, yeah, drew the Ace the, the Ace
1: guy Raging Form drew this dude. That's great. He
3: draws a lot of overlords, too.
0: I can kind of I, I can kind of see how it, it, like, it exhumes that, like, creepiness, you know? What? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just... I'm not a fan of the art. But in terms of the effect, I start... I, like... The the deck I've been running before this, uh, mostly just focused on writing the life insurance or not writing, just using the life insurance cards of Coylan Duckbill and uh, Mike, Mike Saburo just to like give yourself early game advantage, and then like Great Nature's Strides were already pretty solid, so using this it, it actually kind of turned out better, but to be it, like honestly, it's very kind of middle of the road. The no rear guards that allows you to stride thing kind of sucks because typically there's at least one or two things laying around at the end of the turn. Um, if it was like no rear guards in the front row, that would be better, but you know, you, you can't win them all. I notice a lot of every time Great Nature gets support, it's always like one to four cards that are like worth running, but they're not like, you know, blow my mind. They're always like, eh, B. Plus. Yeah, so you know, I I I am I am running this card, and I do enjoy it. But honestly, it's not uh, it's not Kamu Susano or whatever the new one is. This rough rough Susana, it's not it's <laughs> it's not like the difference between the two is like night and day. It's very just kind of, you know, if you because <laughs> the new Big Billy is a lot cheaper than old Billy, so if like if you this allows you to run like a budget. You know, big belly deck because it's about six dollars compared to old belly, which was like seventeen. Jeez. Yeah. <clears throat> Moving on.
1: Let's All see. right.
2: So next card is Excite Battle Sister Mirror. So she is the new stride for the Battle Sisters. Her skill is Act once per turn. Choose a face down card from your G and turn it face up until end of turn. It gets. Red text auto counterblast one. When an attack with your battle sister in its card name hits, you can pay the cost and draw a card, and then continuous GB three oracle. All of your units in the front row with battle sister in their name get power plus one thousand for each card in your hand.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, That's pretty beast. Yeah,
2: it's like all right. Like from what I understand about the battle sister, though, is that a lot of their advantages based on on hits, like the skill. The original red text that it gets—that's separate from the Oracle skill—is an on-hit. Yeah, and then like a lot of the draw cards are also on hits, so like you're not really gaining as much advantage as your other Oracle whole decks. So like the GB3 skill, you'll get like modest amounts of power, but not as much as you would
0: hope.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And especially because Battle Sisters don't really have much of a multi-attacking engine, so you know. Apparently, people
2: do run stand triggers in like Battle Sisters. I think this deck you could maybe try to run the Tom Stand, and since the deck tends to play stand triggers anyways, just to leverage the on-hit pressure.
3: I guess. So. I I I think that's def- I think that's defensible. Like, I famously hate stand triggers. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and I and I would consider playing stands in this deck. Yeah. So,
2: like, since none of us really play battlesister, that's kind of the best I can figure with this card. I mean, it, but, I mean, it yeah. does seem very straightforward. But
3: mm-hmm. uh, and I'll make this point. Uh, I guess now it doesn't really matter when I make it. It's just about like how you should eventually play cards. If you think a card has any chance to be playable, you should definitely <laughs> play it. Yeah. Like you all lose literally nothing by just playing against your friends with some with some card, and then and be like. And, but you should be honest with yourself about how the card is performing, and how it's performing mm-hmm. versus other cards.
2: Yeah, so. like I might just borrow Chris's Battle Sisters deck to fuck around with it one day.
3: Yeah, I didn't know he <laughs> had. Uh, was Battle somebody Sisters. else playing Battle Sisters? Uh, James, James is okay. James, okay, yeah. weird. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna borrow James's deck because I assume it's going to be a make more sense to me. Seems <laughs> uh, about right. All right. So the next card is
2: Battle Sister Madeleine. It's a double R grade 3. So, has a couple skills. First is generation break 2, counterblast one battle sister. At the end of the battle- at the end of your opponent's turn, if you ha- if the number of units with battle sister in his card name is 3 or more and the cards in your hand are 3 or less, you can draw a card.
0: That that's so many hoops. I know. Okay.
1: Damn. What is it? What does it have any limitations? Just why? Yeah. Um, like the three-year hand I, thing is is like, dumb.
0: Yeah, I feel
2: like you know what? Like three ball sisters in a card name just to have some restriction on turn draw, fine. But like also three or less cards in your hand.
0: You know. You, you, you know. What's even more of a sin about this card is that it's not named after a dessert. Shame, shame, shame. Yeah, and
2: then but it I also has a cookies. Scr- yeah. And then it also has a stride skill, which is when your E G- unit with battle sister in its original card name strides, it gets soulblast red tech soul blast one. At the end of a battle that your rear guard with battle sister attacked and it did not hit oh wait, attacked a vanguard and the attack did not hit, you can counter charge
0: one. So I guess that depends on how much uh battle sisters care about soul. Um, if I remember if I remember they correctly, they do have the soul blast two on flip two. Yeah, but, like, uh, this
2: card can kind not... of replace it. Hmm. Also,
1: Atlas Madelines are a French cookie.
0: I did not know this. Cool. Have
1: yeah. you ever been inside of a coffee bean?
0: <laughs> I have, but I don't yeah. really pay attention to the pastries, really.
1: They're not even in the pastries thing. They're right next to the cash register.
0: <laughs> that, too. I don't really pay attention to that, either. I just order my coffee and leave.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, like... A lot of battle sister stuff is, like, on-hit advantage, so, like, if you, like, blow a lot of counter-blasts early, getting your on-hits or just using other generic draw skills, you you can, like, shadow-stitch counter-charge.
1: Wait, so basically what you're saying is, in the same way that if you want to play Gallop, you should just play Big Belly because of 4Ks, if you want to play battle sister, you should just play Maiden Obs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is really kind of a bummer, isn't it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, because try three was so good. Yeah. We were we, we kind of uh, subconsciously hyped ourselves up, and then they started showing us cards.
1: Yeah. We forgot what clans were in try three compared to the clans in this.
3: Main character, yeah. Characters yeah. who lost and now are out of the show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. what, I mean, what's funny is that like. We, we we should have known what we were getting ourselves into because it, it's the comic relief people. It's the, yeah, you know. Oh
1: well. But they're so good. Trinity Dragon is honestly better than Try Three as characters. I would watch a yeah. show about them so much faster. It, it,
2: I, they also play the game better than main characters. Let's be honest here.
1: True. They really do. I they mean, that's not true. Their clan, but you, like,
2: yeah.
3: Have you seen Carl's deck choice?
1: true
2: that's true
3: okay no okay
2: K- 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 two-thirds is- of Trinity
3: dragon seen- plays the game well
1: matt have you seen chrono's jack deck choice he's playing zodiac time beasts
3: i don't is know this- the uh would you would you furnigus against shadow paladin if you knew your opponent didn't have diablo in their deck well we didn't know ogma existed at this point so maybe
1: he didn't but. use ogma no, I'm yeah, saying like, so. it, before yeah, did was, not exist. That, point, that's so. what
0: I'm saying. So knowing that it doesn't it's, exist, and probably maybe, <laughs> I don't
1: know. It's literally, it's literally just him being bad at this game.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, the, 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 I'd say they're both equally bad because K played in a way <laughs> that he forgot Diablo existed, and mm. Cosmo played in a way where he didn't use Diablo. So they both, I'd say, they both equally sucked. <laughs> and
2: then. I maintain that Tsunado totally should have kicked Chrono's ass, but
1: he should have. But then, but they both topped decks, so it's whatever. Yeah. Um, on to the double R, which is Oracle support and arguably maybe my favorite card out of all of it. I like the way it
0: looks.
1: Um, we got the deity spirit loyalist Amano Oshio. so it's um Oracle GV one on attack counterblast one. Check top five for any card with Oracle, add it to your hand, shuffle, and if you added a card, it gets 3k. Also, there's this weird little ability where at the beginning of your main phase, if you have four or less cards, you can move it to the salt to draw card. So, I love this, because it's actually a hard plus.
4: Yeah.
2: And also, it's selective deck thinning.
1: Exactly. Because it's not just random-ass drawing, (laughs) it's like, just check top five for a card of your choice. Add it to your hand, and then you can sack some crits if you wanted to. Right. Like, this is this is good. Yeah, um, Susan. for what they were, Suzano and Kamu Suzano were were decent. They weren't great, but they were they were good. They were good. But like this card is like legitimately really good, because it's just a solid, mm-hmm. firm plus one to your hand. The so, only like,
2: complaint I would have about this card is that the plus three K is attached to the draw ability. I kind of wish it was true. I kind of wish the skills were arranged like Slayman, where it was like Oracle plus 3k and then non-Oracle, the draw skill, and we can just erase the put into soul draw card because no one's ever going to use that.
1: Very. All of this is very true. All of this is very true. But even the way it's structured, it's honestly yeah. still good. Yeah, so it's whenever, still like, good.
3: Whenever you play cards like this, you should always worry about how many units you should have in your deck so that this hits like some, percent, like some high percent of the time and like That's with cards real. like thi- with cards like this the percentage i like to aim for is 95% because that means you're getting you know 0.95 cards every time you counterblast one with this card which is fine and most Honestly. of the time ta- and this is and it's kind of adds more added value because you get to actually make a selection mm. um, um just, most of uh, the time sorry.
1: um wait, what what did you about the um the percentage thing to increase it i literally dropped tom for the oracle 10k interceptor uh
3: you don't have well um i know that alvin's playing the 10k interceptor for oracle but mm. you don't have to drop tom you just need to have i believe 21 oracle cards other than your starter and you're at ninety five. no i know
1: but also just because tom honestly does nothing anymore and like legitimately the oracle interceptor kind of does more than tom
3: she does. I really
2: like that card, actually. It's true. Uh,
1: because it's, just, it's not GB-restricted Oracle 2k attack and intercept 5k shield. It's, yeah. It's, it's, I like it. The I just sit
2: on it change. as a vanilla 10k. Oh, yeah. It's great.
0: It's really funny because... Yeah? Uh, I was
1: just
0: going to say, it's really funny Like going up against him, you'll attack for 9, and he goes, K. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Or just attack with a 9k vanguard, change. and it's like 1 to pass.
1: The only thing I would change about it is, um, is instead of Intercept 5k, it would be when this card is called the Guardian Circle If have Oracle 5k, just because it's a bit, if you, like, drive-check a couple copies of it, massive yeah. shield bonus. And, um, but yeah. Um, moving on to a very terrible card. OTT's first bad card, I would say. Um, yeah. Is the Higher Deity Protecting Official a Matsu <laughs> so it's a perfect guard, so just regular perfect guard stuff, and GB1 Oracle in the drop zone, you can counterblast one, Um, at the end of your turn, so you can drive-check, you'll be fine, counterblast one, add this card from drop to your hand, then choose a card at random from your own hand, and bind it face down permanently. So, you can bind itself, and just waste a counterblast if you want,
2: And then, even if you don't bind it, there's still a very good chance that you'll bind something you want, because all your draws is selective, so usually your hand is exactly where you want it to be. Why couldn't it just be, like...
1: Sorry, what? Yeah? And, like, who wants to... Why would you want to bind this or a G-Guard? This card Mm -hmm. is, like, so bad. Like, why couldn't it just be... The the ritual one where it's kind of must one move a, co- a copy of it to bottom of the deck oracle added to your hand, it would have honestly been like fine,
0: or even yeah. or even because, just afterward like pick a card from your hand and put it on the bottom
1: like,
2: I or discard a card literally well, anything besides binding a card at random.
3: While this card is bad, I think that the inherent value of being able to get this off of um no Oshiho is is worth something. I basically
2: run it for that reason
1: I don't even run it for that reason I run the counter charge one because counter blasting is important I like I legitimately I don't run it I I think the value of it with Amino oshi is not worth it compared to the unflip potential like legitimately
3: sure and so, and like I think that's that's I, I, I can't say for certain which is more valuable but I think both of those are defensible points Like, I haven't run into too bad of a
2: counterblast problem, so I'm comfortable running this, but, like, I can understand why you just run unflips instead.
1: I mean, it's honestly not even just because I countercharge... counterblasting is an issue, it's just because the countercharge lets me reuse Omino Oshio for another plus. Yeah. Like, that's that's honestly it, just because it's just another way I can get a card out of my deck.
3: mm Mm-hmm.
1: But, um, yeah. Like, it has its points... But it's um oracle ability as an ability is bad. You either yeah. run it to search for it just to get a, a searchable a semi-searchable PG, or you just get your unflips. Yeah. But like you're never going to use its oracle ability. You, I've you used won't. it
2: once, and that's because I damage checked two other copies.
1: And you <laughs> just really needed that PG. That's fair. That's and then, fair. And then
2: it, and then the card that was bound was a heal trigger.
0: That was me. He was playing against me. (laughs) Um,
3: Absolutely wrecked.
1: Let's 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 stop. I put more time into this card than it deserves. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: What was that? I can't hear you very well. I I put more time into this card than it deserves. You start talking.
4: All right. So the next uh, the next card is Hyper Metalboard Guilt Digger. Uh, I'm not sure why they put guilt like I'm guilty, but I'm not. Well, I don't, I don't even know what they Anyway,
0: doesn't I'm, matter. I'm not so, saying he's a guilt leader. All right, I'm stopped.
4: I, I, I don't even know what this card is supposed to mean at this point. So, <laughs> act once per turn, flip up a metal Borg in your G zone, aka either this guy or Heavy Duke. Um, turn face up. If you have two heart cards, it gets power plus 20,000, critical plus one until end of turn. If you have one heart card. And it has Metalborg in its card name. Oh, so you can be on Di Hydro Legion and get twenty k of crit. All right, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's so cool. if you have one heart card and it has Metalborg in its card name, you can leg- And it has the Legion ability. Um. Then you can legion on that card, and then you draw a card. And that's it. I mean. So basically, that'd... it's a stride that lets you legion. I mean, you it know? seems pretty good. And you draw a card. <laughs> If you Legion. The problem is, you're playing Metal Borgs.
1: There's that, and also the other problem is it gets rid of the inherent niceness of Legion of putting triggers back in your deck.
4: That's true. It does just search for the Grey 2 and attach it as a a heart, so uh, you you don't get to (laughs) throw anything back in your deck.
1: Yeah. And then,
4: Um, it doesn't gain any kind of guard restrict for its 20k in the crit either. But I think this uh, this translation is bad. Yeah. Shoutouts to uh, Boucher Road, Southeast Asia.
0: <laughs> oh, for guilt oh, well.
1: theater? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yay, Richard's finally uploading Buddy Fight content to the, the Nexus page for YouTube.
4: <laughs> All right. So So what it what should be like uh, gilding, like that, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So... Oh, those would be gold digger. That's what I thought too.
4: Well, I mean, like it's called it. It's it sometimes shortened to guilt, G I L T. Yeah. But people in Singapore don't know that that word exists, so they were like, "This must mean like guilt, like uh, you know the emo- the the emotion people feel sometimes."
0: Hmm. So, so he like feels guilty for the things that he does. So he's like, "No, he digs up your guilt for justice." Yeah, pe- it's uh, it's that people in Singapore can't speak English. Oh, well then.
4: <laughs> I lo- I love his
0: flavor text. though. I have twice the number of arms. Of course, my power is doubled.
3: <laughs> That's great. So the uh, makes sense. The- really good. It's a Gallant Incarnation G O five. Good. So this is me. a G Guardian.
4: Uh, you soul blast a card with power of five thousand or greater. So you know whatever. And uh, when this unit is placed on Guard Circle, you can pay that cost. If you do, it gets shield plus 10,000. Then, if you took a damage this
0: turn, it gets power plus 5,000. Man, d has I'd really good this... G-Guards.
1: I'd run this just because it looks kind of like Voltron. <laughs> I
4: don't know about that, but uh, it, it, this is a pretty good G-Guard. d Place G-Guards are always so easy to activate compared to like some other G-Guards. Aqua and... Cough Cough. Uh, Octoporce has dismal. Oh wait, that's not that's not (laughs) Rakumo Oh god, Marakumo G guards are straight unplayable. (laughs) This card's really good. There's not much to say about it other than that's a really solid G guard. I just like how they put the
0: like power of the thing. You have to soul blast as if there's going to be some kind of restriction.
3: Right. So this is probably going to be the most uh, controversial Dimension Police card. There we go. Enigma Helm. And uh, so what it does is it's burst GB
4: two. When this unit is placed on R, if your po- Vanguard's power is 15,000 or greater, this unit gets plus 4,000. If your Vanguard's power is 30,000 or greater, you choose one of your Vanguard's, and until end of turn it gets auto. Choose one of your rearguards with the burst ability and put it into your soul. When your, units, when your opponent's unit is placed on Guardian Circle, you may pay that cost. If you do, your, your opponent chooses one of his or her grade 3 or less Guardians and retires it. So in the show they showed uh what was it Tayo placed like one guard and the guy helmed it. Yeah. But uh this doesn't stop PGs because it does not negate cannot be nullified effects. Um it also doesn't it all what it does is it trades with a five K shield. Mm-hmm. So you trade your your burst unit for one of their five K shields, whatever that might be. And this, this card is bad. You should not play this card.
1: So Under space. any circumstances. It's basically De Police Ascetic Draco Kid. Yeah. Yeah, except. Good. Or not even remotely play.
4: I don't, know, I don't even know if that card's good. I don't, I don't even know what that card does. Anyway. Asset-
1: Asset- Draco. It's the Naru Stami. It's the Naru Starter, where it's when a card's retired, retire, and self retire one of your opponent's cards. And
0: bind it, yeah. It's pretty good.
4: Uh, anyway. That card's, like, almost better. Or, but, uh. Yeah, this, this card is straight unplayable, and it's a trap. Uh it looks like it has a guard break skill that might do do something but in general this card doesn't give your vanguard power which the uh burst decks generally need and this this card doesn't even let Laurel hit it
0: doesn't and it's not it's not going to help your vanguard at all so it, it's just not worth it. Man, I never thought I'd be saying this but like it's no mayhem tighter. I know, right? Like, <laughs> you yeah, may
4: tigers, a broken card. Yeah, m- this is exactly.
0: And it's a common. This
4: is a double R. <laughs> yeah, they don't balance commons. Apparently not.
1: Can confirm.
4: <laughs> Have you seen TikTok? Yeah. Right. Uh, and so the last one is the uh, burst GB2 PG, which is Enigma Calm. Um, uh, choose when your units being attacked. You blah blah blah. Discard a card. Can't be hit. Blah blah blah. Anyway. Uh, then it has an effect in the drop zone. It has a burst ability. GB- At the end of the battle, that your Vanguard with the burst ability attacked, if it, its power was 40,000 or greater, you may pay cost, which is Counter 1 and Soul Blast 1. If you do, you return this card to hand. And then, if your Vanguard's power is 45,000 or greater, you counter charge 1. I think this card is really good. Um, unfortunately, the burst deck is not, which makes this card not as great, because it has nowhere to be played.
2: You also I can't use it with X Tiger.
4: Uh, yeah. yeah, you can't use it with X Tiger. You can, and the only burst stride that's worth a shit is X Gallop. So, pretty much, you're just ne- like this. This card would be really good if it mattered that if if burst was a good mechanic. What a shame! Yeah. Now I think
1: why couldn't why couldn't the Oracle PG just be this except replace the word burst with Oracle? and replace I the word 45,000 power with seven or more hand.
4: Why can't burst be a good keyword instead? Fair enough. I think burst is the one of the worst keywords in the game and I don't think it's really that close.
1: Well, I, it's only worse cuz it has really shit support like like No, like record... at least with
4: at least with Oracle, you know they pr- they print cards to draw cards at some point. This one you're just paying counterblast for nothing.
1: They need they need a way to make burst cards cost efficient because OT uh, Oracle had the same issue when it was first released. Same with like Thunderstrike, but like as but like in terms of how burst is worded, if the support wasn't complete and utter garbage, it would actually just be a fine keyword. But,
3: I don't know. So, I, I don't know how they would. I don't even know how they would consider making like support that wasn't just a bunch of minuses with burst.
1: I mean that's just like, fine. what, whatever. Like this is the, this
3: is yeah. The the whole problem with the keyword is that they want your vanguard to be like a high enough power, right? But like you need to play cards to increase your vanguard's power, so you can't. They need what what they would need to do in order to make burst a keyword that works is they would need to have cards that simultaneously increase the vanguard's power and get effects for increase and gain. Actual value for increasing the Vanguard's power.
0: Well, like retires and draws and stuff, or
3: yes, actual value. Yeah, but this what, the, as it stands, that's just as Bushira has printed the support. It doesn't look like that's ever going to happen.
1: What a shame. Well, uh, well, um, what's it called? Oracle's final, not garbage. Who knows?
3: Yeah. Right, but. I mean, D-Police, the first, the GBT-07 su- uh, support for D-Police was trash. It was one of the worst supports I've seen a clan get since, I don't know, D-Police and BT-13. But, <laughs> and, it, and so it had been so long since Cosmic Roar, and then GBT-07 does nothing for the clan. It's like we just skipped a set of support, and this was also like basically a non-set of support minus some D-Robo cards. So DeroBo is now like kind of play, is now like pretty playable, but Burst is complete garbage. That's true. Cool. Um, I had
1: fun with Gallop, so I'm sad.
3: I mean, I understand. I was playing Gallop against Ott. It was not successful. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was really fun, if you guys are yeah, play some matchups, I actually had. Have-
1: that same thing except it wasn't gallop i was playing against d robos so it was literally just whoever forces more or crits more it was great
3: <laughs> oh d
2: robos were much more successful uh oh, yeah because i get Not to say bad. your favorite words pg
0: want the pass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's funny music to my ears yeah um all right so great nature cards all right so the 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 last four double r's we have Omniscience Dragon Almiraj. So, this is a, uh, a G guard, and it has way too many uh, characters that are not the space bar, like a hyphen and an apostrophe for some reason. Well, um, I like this card's name. It is kind of neat. I, I like the art, too. But it, but um, the skill is you Soul Blast one when you guard with it. You may pay the cost. If you do, choose up to two cards from your hand, call them to separate R, then choose up to four of your rear guards until end of the turn. They get resist. And if this unit is hit, it does not retire. So, in theory, this is pretty cool. Because then you can go, all right, oh, you're going to start bullying my stuff? Yeah, that's not going to happen. And also, it helps you set up for big belly next turn. Because you can go, all right, guard with this. Call stuff I want to, you know, uh, dope next turn for, like, new belly. Or old belly, sorry. Old big belly. Um, but in general, it's not really that good, because Great Nature already had pretty decent G-guards in Kundalini and, uh, Ardillo to begin with, so this thing is already kind of fighting for space, and it's got a very niche, uh, usage, so I don't really like it too much in terms of, like, if it's going anywhere.
3: So, because, um, Atlas uh, Atlas is Uncultured Swine, uh, (laughs) He he! If he if he used Google ever, he would know that al mirage is a is a mythical beast from Ar- Arabic poetry. I
0: did not know this. And yep. you're, I mean, I don't have the time. Question mark? I don't know. Uh, well, you could just Google it. <laughs> fine, thanks. I'll I'll do that after the podcast. Uh, Let
3: me Google that for you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> one thing one thing I kind of don't like is the fact that like it gets resisted. Which, I wish there was some way you could G-guard main phase just so you wouldn't... Because, like, most of the retiring and stuff happens during main phase anyway. And the locking and all that all that jazz.
3: Oh, yeah, it's always really frustrating when the like main phase <sighs> thing and you have like a Dismal in your hand and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Or it's, like, on attack and you're just like, this is, this is useless. Yeah. <laughs> what a shame. Um, I think
0: if you're going like to focus solely on Old Belly, this is definitely something you want to keep around. Just so you can know, all right, call some stuff. You're not killing this. I can I can mm. dope it turn after turn. Um, Let's see. Next in line, we have uh, Honorary Professor chat Sauvage. Sauvage. Yeah, Chat Sauvage. So this looks like Garfield got a PhD and clothes and a monocle. So- God, this cat is fat. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a grade three, and uh, you choose a grade three card with Honorary Professor in its card name and discard it. Well, this is placed on Vanguard by riding uh, from Honorary Professor Chat You may pay the cost. If you do, choose up to fa- uh, one face down Omniscient Dragon, Cat Pollute, or Immortality Professor from your G-Zone and stride it on Vanguard. And then if you stride, you cannot stride until the end of the turn. Um, so I had to explain this to my roommate, where the way this works is uh, this allows you to get uh, Chat Noir's Break Ride effect on top of a stride. So, that's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that does suck is not only does this, uh, his effect makes it so they can't print more uh, honorary professor strides in the future that, that work, work with, this with this, because it's got the specific names. A. B, you need to have a total of, you know, two extra grade three cards in addition to the chat noir you were already on. And, uh that's kind of the that's kind of the main thing like i uh chris has honorary professor i have the cards for it but i haven't actually built it yet and uh, um basically what happens is with the break right effect and cath and whatever else you're doing that turn you end up drawing upwards of like 10 cards and then you do nothing else yeah, you just like die immediately after. It, it, it is so weird. <laughs> it, it is like like if uh, supernova was used to describe anything, it's this. You you so you, yeah.
3: So typically, how great nature wins games is off the back of like crane tiger, yeah, and like big belly mm-hmm. stride or something like that, or yeah. mana <laughs> armor, or something of the sort. And the the inherent problem I have with the honorary professor deck and the, this card kind of starts to talk it kind of makes the problem very obvious. It? Uh, it makes the problem very obvious. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, exemplifies it, yeah, sure. Uh, is that you pretty much have to play eight honorary professor grade threes for the break ride and for Chatsavage. Yeah. And the problem with this is that means you either are going want to play more grade threes for stuff like Tuskmaster, or you or are you, or or probably more likely you're just not gonna be able to play Tuskmaster at all. Yeah. And four copies of Cran Tiger is just not enough.
0: Yeah, well, there's that, and then also you're gonna have to run Mike Saburo if you want to have any like semblance of consistency. And the point of Mike Saburo is so that you can run less Grade Three, so you can do other shit. So that's mm-hmm. like twelve cards of just kind of like clogging up the works.
2: And then Chris even still runs uh, Stride Fodders because if you don't manage to find Mike Saburo and you have Chatzavash sitting in your hand, you need to keep two Grade Threes for this turn to work. So if you want to stride before that, you kind of need Stride Fodders too.
3: Yeah, it also requires you to ride the correct <laughs> thing on your first time at grade three, which I mean anyone who played Break Ride Era knows it just doesn't happen all the time. So I mean gifted bear can fix that if you run it. Yeah. Sure. I mean I'm sure you will. But I think I think while like, the honorary professor stuff is really cool, like this card can stride when your opponent ha like is still in grade two. Like it's not there's no restriction about your opponent being grade three or higher. That's true. But mm-hmm. it's real it's pretty slow and it's not just losing the ability to play Tuskmaster really hurts the deck i think and then and then like
2: for for striding into brahan though for the immortality professor to work you kind of need to already have a field existing to kind of get some pokes out of the way that get powered up by chat noir skill and then Using Immortality Professor, you would call over those existing things, preferably have a Crayon Tiger, or even better, have two Crayon Tigers, and just call over the Crayon Tiger so that you can get as many attacks as possible with this.
0: Yeah, that's true. Otherwise,
2: many... <clears throat> like, I know, but that's what I'm saying, like, you kind of want to do this, because otherwise, like, the turn is only mediocre, you'll draw, like, eight cards, and then your opponent will just kill you right after.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's very, like, way too many moving parts, I think.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um and I I think I'm most annoyed at the fact that it uh he cuts himself off from, you know, future honorary professor strides being able to be used with this.
2: I mean the problem with that is none of the honorary professor strides actually have the words honorary professor in them, so you can't say if you stride an honorary professor.
1: Yeah. Well, they do they have could on... still be worded <laughs> The way Yu Gi Oh word stuff like that is um you could search your deck for a card that has X in its ability name, so you could just say a card that lists honorary professor in its effect text.
4: That sounds dumb.
1: I mean... It, I, I don't it like, like it how it cards...
4: Goes, because I don't like how cards word that word, word themselves that way.
1: But at the same time, it future-proofs it, because that's the only possible way you could strut into any honorary professor, which would have been, made the card better.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I think at that point it's just make it make it anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So
0: Uh-oh. I, I remember Honorary
2: Professor is weird in that all, half its support does not actually have the words honorary professor in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We didn't I even get a subclan planner, the first
1: time. Like... What'd you say, it? Um, I play Blouse, so like same. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um
0: let's see. Ne- uh, ne- next one is Lesser Writer. So it's a grade two success twenty thousand. Uh, if he's successful, all of your units with the success ability get plus two thousand and resist on vanguard or rear guard. And then once per turn, you can soul blast one, and he becomes successful until the end of the turn. And at the end of the turn, retire it. So um, this thing definitely has piqued my interest a little bit, mostly just because you can, you know, make it so you can't get header around it or, um, you know. Denied, or Ghosted but at the same time what bothers me is that when he even though he can artificially trigger his own success he can't do that for everything else so yeah that's that's pretty much my problem with him also uh, Great Nature already kind of has a crammed grade 2 lineup as is depending on which deck you're playing um, because Crayon Tiger is so important it's very hard to you know
2: do and it. you can't protect Crayon Tiger either, so I yeah. could very well just deny your Crayon Tiger if I think you don't have another one.
0: I mean, mostly what you do is, like, Crayon Tiger at least gets his re off before you do stuff with it, but, like, yeah. what'll probably happen is, like, if you're playing against Gears, get, they'll guard this with head and just spin Crayon Tiger. And then yep. that's it. Bye. Um,.
2: Like, playing the long game, most people will probably just target Crayon Tiger anyways.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that this thing will get better <clears throat> as we get more success stuff. But, you know, for now, it's just uh, it's ahead of its time, so to speak. Mm. Um, let's see, the last <clears throat> one is fine coat Maltese. Now, this is the success uh, perfect guard, even though it doesn't actually have success in the ability. Uh, the first thing I want to say is that I love the... Flavor text, which is the beautiful triple coat protects against dirt and bullets. Badass. Mm. So um, he, he's a so he's a PG, so he guard discard can't be hit. Um, and then his other still is drop zone uh, generation break one. You choose two of your rear guards that are successful and retire them. At the end of the turn, you may pay the cost. If you do, search your deck for up to one fine coat Maltese, reveal it, put it into your hand, shuffle your deck. So. A few things with this. First off, uh, very rarely do you have more than one success rear guard because there aren't really a lot of grade 1s with success, and usually one of your front row spots is a Crayon Tiger, so you're not really going to have many successful... Uh, you're not really going to pull this off often. And on top of that, he doesn't even put himself back, so you know it, it seems like a very desperate move. And lastly, Great Nature has a lot of counter sharks problems anyway, so... I can't really imagine a place where I would find u- usage for this, unfortunately. I
4: I think I would like to try, or uh, maybe you could try a deck, like the Greybelly deck again. Yeah. And use this, with um and play more Ari Belly in the deck. I
2: mean,
4: he tried to play a successful deck earlier
2: this afternoon. He kept losing to OTT, and decided to go back to his original build. Mm,
3: never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Testaments <laughs> enough. But, uh, I don't know. It was just my first thought with the card, and that's kind of the direction I would start with and see what happens. If it so was you to retire to one
0: successful unit, that'd be fine. Or if it was, you know, put another copy back and get it back from drop zone, that'd be fine too. But, you know, yeah. it's
3: the perfect storm of suck. So that's it for the double R's. Yeah. Um, so I want to th- talk... I, yeah, so... I, I want to talk about one rare and two commons. I don't know what others want to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk, talk about a couple of rares, too, and
2: might as well talk about Oka while we're at it, because yep. she's terrible.
0: Okay, why don't we go in a... Uh, why don't we just, like, round robin it, Matt, Rupier, Gabe, and then me. So if you have any all rares right. or commons you want to stipple in on, go for it. All
3: right, so I'll start with the rare. I'll start with Dimensional Robo Diresin. Um, So this this card is uh, pretty decent. It has three continuous skills, all in rearguard. And uh, one, the first one is during your turn. This unit gets power plus 2,000 for every face-up card with Dimensional Robo in its card name for in your G zone. So, you know, in your first stride, it gets another, it gets 2K because they all flip themselves up, and then your second stride is going to get 6K, stuff like that. Uh, it has another continuous effect. If you have a Vanguard with Daiyusha in its card name, it gets power plus 2,000. This one is not during your turn, so this is also during your opponent's turn, and it has another continuous. If you have a Vanguard with Daikaiser in its card name, this unit gets um, power plus 2,000, which is also not. Just on, your turn. So, so if you're in Legion, this thing is 13k base in your opponent's turn, <laughs> or if is, you're not in Legion, well, it's 11k base. Pretty nice. It is an unbullyable rearguard basically. To so
0: understand. I do
3: like playing this at low numbers. Um, I think 10k vanillas do have great value in the dimensional robo deck, but I think you can play splits of 10k vanillas in this card because this card is searchable by die earth, and it's yeah. a very difficult rear guard for your opponent Ooh. to just pick off. True.
0: Um, You were right, though. I remember you mentioned to me when they, like, revealed the name. It was, like, Die Lesson, and he's like, watch this. They're going to, like, you know, say Resin or something in English. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> they did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you win. I owe you five bucks. Now. I, I wish. Eh. <laughs> um, All right. Is there anything else about this, or is it just kind of, like, straightforward? No, no. I, I, I
3: it's definitely, like, if you're playing of Robos, which... Um, you know, you the be. only DP deck. So if you're playing DP, uh, so if you're playing DP, uh, I think this card is definitely should catch your attention. And you, and and I think it's very common for people to just immediately jam this at four, like over their ten K vanillas. But I would urge you to uh resist doing that and play some amount of ten K vanillas. Yeah, I think having die earth makes this techable.
0: Hmm. Sounds about right. What else did you have in mind?
2: Obviously, die hawk. Well, he's getting guys- there.
3: I'm, I'm going to save Die Hawk for the end. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you want to talk about Weaking?
3: Oh, yeah. So I guess I'll talk about Abatement Monster uh, well, Weaking. Sure. What, what, I, don't, I don't even remember what this guy's Japanese I guess Weaking is oh. So this card is a grade 1 6K. It has an ability on rear. Soul Blast 2. When your Vanguard attacks or is attacked, you you can pay that cost. If you do, choose one of your opponent's units in front row. And they, it gets power minus 10,000 until the end of that battle. This card is unplayable in Cosmic Heroes, which is unfortunate because they need this more than other people do. Uh, because that deck has soul problems. But in D-Robo, you can just tech in a couple of this card and it makes, um, it makes all the random soul charging you do by like triggering... Um, what's his name? Uh, Die Bazooka or activating Die Hawk. It gives you some extra advantage. So, Die Hawk goes from a minus one to possibly a plus one if you draw a bit of uh, reducing monster weakening, and your opponent can't can't get rid of it. So, also you can use it for offensive purposes, and when but only under Vanguard attack. I like how this was made for Zeal,
0: <laughs> and then it turned out to be just better and not Zeal. What is
3: yeah? So it has to be better somewhere else. Touche. <laughs> Anything else? I mean, I like. You know, I wish it was playable, but it's not even close. Mm. It's not even. It's not even vaguely playable. But uh, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much what I want to say. That card, like, if if you're trying to, so if you're a Dimension Police player and you're trying to scrape any amount of like good cards out of the set, this is one you should pay attention to. Sounds good. All right, go ahead with your with your rares.
2: All right, so. First one I want to talk about is Precious Ophidian. So, it's GB1 Oracle. You can retire it at the beginning of your ride phase. If you do, you can stride without paying the cost the next time you stride. And then it has another skill that's Soul Blast 1 when it's placed on Rear Guard Circle. If you have a Vanguard with the Oracle ability, you can draw a card. This card is sweet. It is. I think this is like the second... okay. Maybe like third... After like Amaterasu and Oshiho. So like up there in good cards that we got, just because you can drop this early just to draw cards. So if your hand's a little weak in the early game, you can just dig for what you need. And then you can run it with the ten K intercept we were talking about earlier, Sachi, and it'll make a sixteen K column.
3: Mm-hmm. Well and I then,
2: this <clears throat> like Every now and then I do actually use the oracle skill when I don't have grade 3s or Strive others in my hand.
3: What I like about this card a lot is that it works so well with Ame no Oshiho that wants you to put a bunch of oracle units in your deck. And so you're more likely because of that card to have oracle units like at grade 2 and at grade and you know at your grade 3, mm-hmm. which means that this is just going to activate more often. Yeah, like this is very
2: useful for getting in some early game aggression, which you need because it's OTT. And then, like, if your hand is utter garbage and you happen to maintain Oracle, you can stride for free. Mm-hmm. That's pretty And then... Nice. I guess we have to talk about Oka. We don't have to, but might as well. So oh. she is a stand trigger, and she yeah. is GB1 Oracle, actability retire it if you have a vanguard with the oracle ability you can choose one of your rear guards and it gets red text when this unit attacks until the end of battle your opponent cannot call grade zero cards from hand to guard circle
3: i like how you said that through clenched teeth (laughs) so i have a question is it really too much to ask that this card go to soul
2: yes it is you have to retire it What? (laughs) And you also have to do this on a vanguard with the oracle ability. So if you're playing Susano, you can't do it on Dragon Destroyer, the only turn where you actually have decently sized columns.
3: It's absolutely disgusting.
2: Like, the best thing you can do is play this with Wakahirame, and then hope that your freshly minted Silent Tom with a crit will actually do something.
3: Oh, I guess I should mention uh, Dimension Police's shitty stand trigger. <laughs> oh, Operator Girl Linka, which is what I said, and everyone said, isn't it Rinka? And I'm like, no, they're going to make it Linka, and they did, so... There, <laughs> there we go. So, uh, That's 10. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's burst. GB, GB2. See, this one's GB2 instead of GB1. And uh, put this card into your soul. So this one goes to soul, I'm like that one. And then if your Vanguard's power is 20,000 or greater, you draw a card. All right. Then... If your Vanguard's power is 35,000 or greater, you choose one of your Vanguard's with the Burst ability, and until end of turn, it gets uh, auto. Uh, Soul Blast 1, when your drive check reveals a grade 3 card, you can pay that cost. If you do, choose a Sentinel on your opponent's guard circle, and that unit's effects with cannot be hit are nullified. Yeah. Yeah. You can, like, like almost be dimensional, Robo. If they G-guarded you, it's completely worthless. Well, so this card opens up a lot of problems yeah. um, because you. So you, let's let's assume you want to play this card, right? You have to play it in a burst based deck, and you have to play it with burst vanguards. And the only good burst vanguard or stride is Excalibur. Yep. So Ooh. you're just hoping in four drive checks you
2: find the grade three, and your opponent actually PG'd or uh, no, actually just if they PG you if they happen to play quint walls you can't do anything with
3: that right so one one issue one issue with this is or one one issue with this is that you're pl- if you're playing a burst based deck it's very important that you play lots of grade 1s and 2s that increase the power of your vanguard and the deck wants to cut grade 3s And this deck completely goes against that. This deck is saying that you want to play more grade threes in your burst deck, but none of those grade threes are going to increase the power of your Vanguard. Mm -hmm. So this deck just doesn't. This card just doesn't work in any, for in every form. I have uh, attacked with Laurel with Linka's effect on it and broken (laughs) guard twice. Nice. But this card. You could just play Dimensional Robos to do that. But to say oh, it worked once, it's good, is results-oriented thinking and not helpful. Yeah. And
2: then, I do have another comment if we can go back to Oka after you're done.
3: Oh yeah, go right ahead, sorry.
2: Yeah, like... And then, like, what I was saying about using her on Wakahirame, half the time if I'm going into Wakahirame, it's because I'm losing and I needed to put a heal back into my deck to check it. (laughs) Wow. So, like, even that, one marginal play you could make. Half the time it's not happening, because most of the time, I think Wakahirame is just being used to heal now.
0: I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world, but...
2: Yeah. And then there's also the rare stride, Ame no Sagume, which is Oracle on attack, gets a red text. You can flip up a card, gets red text. If it hits, draw two cards, discard one, counter charge, soul charge. (sighs) It's like an okay stride.
0: Yeah, but it's still on the hit.
2: Mm-hmm. It's on hit, and you have to have on attack Oracle, which means you either attack in a bad pattern where you attack with your rearguards first to draw cards, or you try really, really hard to maintain Oracle in going into first stride. At least it gets you GB2. Yeah. Like, it's probably the best option for first stride if you can get its Oracle skill off.
0: Sounds about right. Gabe, what about you? Anything
1: on the stand trigger?
3: Oh no, I mean, no, like, no, are, on...
1: I, Is there any, Just like...
3: anything? Rares or common.
1: Um, honestly, you named it. All I was gonna say was Ophidion and the grade one seven K, and you named everything that was important about it. So you, you got mm-hmm. it. You're good. All right. Well, uh, I guess
0: it's my turn. Um. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Great Nature got a rare Stride named Omniscience Dragon at. Kiltimka? Yeah, that's going to be hard to pronounce over time. So he's got success 25,000, and then when this unit becomes successful, choose up to four cards from your drop zone, put them on the bottom of your deck in any order. If you put four cards, choose one of your rear guards, and it gets plus 4k, and at the end of the turn, draw a card, and retire that unit. So I honestly didn't pay attention to this at all during the previews, but... Looking at it now, I have used it, and it to pretty good effect, actually. Most of the time, it'll be on, like, a turn where I have Mike Saburo that, like, has a life insurance, and then I'll put a bunch of... So it's like legioning without legioning. And it's also good on turns where, like, I'm not going to have enough counterblast to do all the, you know, stuff that Great Nature Strides typically do, which is (laughs) counterblast. So, um, I I don't know. It's just something that I really didn't expect, but I ended up falling in love with it. Nice. So yeah, yeah, pretty good. And success twenty five k is really easy to achieve. Um, so mm-hmm. go on. Was someone going to say something? Uh
3: no. yeah, I, I was yeah I, I was going to say that uh, you you were pretty excited about traveling Mamonga. Have you had any time to test with that?
0: I have, and it has been a giant disappointment. Um, mm-hmm. So I just will go to that next. Traveling Mamonga is success twenty k. It's a grade one seven k. GB1, uh, when the successful unit is retired from R due to the effect of a card, if you have a with Big Belly, search your deck for up to one grade 2 or greater card, reveal it, put it in your hand, and shuffle. So, this thing begs to be used with the new Big Belly, where you just call it from hand and it's an 11k by itself, and then you just draw and retire and search for whatever else. But, one thing that uh, bothers me is just a lot of the times my 7ks don't really want to die. Uh, so it it just kind of ended up being clunky, and then the previous reason I cited of uh, Crayon Tiger being searchable now, kind of didn't matter because the draw engine was already good enough to where I'll have like two to three at any given time, or mm-hmm. the, or my opponent will be dead. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it 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 kind of bummed me out that this thing you know didn't ha- wasn't all it was cracked up to be, but I don't know, maybe it'll be good again someday, who knows, or just good someday. Um, I think it's just because the whole, like, success, like, pure success deck, just, you know, it, it doesn't, like, Great Nature has the ability to do an early game with Mike Saburo, Crayon Tiger, Binoculus Tiger, no, not Crayon Tiger, Duckville, Mike Saburo, and Binoculus Tiger. Um, so, just, like, th- this thing's too slow, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. let's see. Uh, Reader Pig, so... This is another uh, Honorary Professor support. So it's a uh, grade 1 7k. When it's placed on R, until the end of the turn, you may have this unit get red text. If you have, van- if you have a Vanguard with the Honorary Professor, this unit you can attack a Vanguard from the back row. And at the end of the turn, retire this unit. So this thing uh, kind of begs to be used with Bramada. yeah Brahman- Brahmanana- God, I'm, not- I'm going to stop trying um banana 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 Banana, Menomina, whatever um so i i do like the idea of like calling this behind vanguard and then you give it jokes and stuff and attack with it but i don't know it 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 just kind of sucks that like the grade two version of this go home toad was whatever and uh you know like we already talked about honorary professor just is kind of whatever um maybe they'll give like some kind of big belly version of this someday and that'll be cool but um yeah but
2: the big belly version would be success
3: yeah i see you guys are like really bad with like oriental names yeah i mean yes we are
0: i'm a a white guy what do you expect (laughs)
3: um
0: let's see and then the last one i am so excited about this you guys polish penguin So this is a 5K zero (laughs) crit trigger, and he has no effect. Holy (laughs) shit, you guys know. It's, um... (laughs) The only reason I wanted to mention this is it's Polish Penguin, and it's like a penguin, and he's sliding along an icy floor. He's got, like, a jetpack and shit. But I I just love the fact that, like, I was sitting with my roommate playing against him, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, does this say Polish Penguin? He's like, I'm pretty sure that's Polish. I'm like, fuck it, Polish, he's getting invaded by Germany. September first, nineteen thirty nine, Warsaw.
3: Let's I looked at the card and I'm like, Polish penguin. Oh wait, you no, know, that's a little, stupid.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. Are you Polish? <laughs> <laughs> by
2: but... <laughs> um,
0: Yeah. So that's pretty much all I have to offer. Um, and honestly, th- for a character booster, I think I'd rate this like a B minus C plus. It had some. Useful...
3: I think this is a straight C. Straight yeah. C.
2: I mean, it's really awkward when you can probably say that OTT came out the set winner.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And the set is Dimensional Robo, Die Hawk. Yeah. All right. Easily. Forerunner. Act, <laughs> rear. Choose four of your rear guards with Dimensional Robo in their card name and put them into your soul. If you have a grade 3 Vanguard with Dimensional Robo in its card name, choose up to one face-down card with Dimensional Robo and its card name from your G-Zone and stride it on Vanguard Circle. So this has no uh, no restriction on your opponent's grade, so you can just do it. So this, and what's different about this than Chat Savage is that you can do this to turn you ride grade three. So, uh... Guarantee yeah, first not, stride. This but, card, uh... But If Matt, you go first... What? I was going to say, but Matt,
0: you got to put four rear guards into your soul. That's such a minus.
3: Alright, so you lose four, right? You stride die earth, you get two back, so you're at minus two. Then you get an extra drive check, you're at minus one. Touché. And you get first strike when your opponents a grade two. And if you have, and yeah, if you and have Laurel you, and your opponent got a little frisky, A.K.A. played a great extra grade two rear guard they couldn't get rid of, you get to attack it and they can't dismal because they're grade two and g guardians re- require that both players are grade three.
0: And a lot of decks still play unflippy PGs because they can't PG it anyway.
3: Uh huh. Oh, so what's important about this card is it fundamentally breaks the rules of the game. Um. The whole point of G guards was that they were supposed to be oh for somebody getting second stride that they were supposed to protect them, um, because first stride was so powerful prior to G guardians and still is arguably, um, but this card is saying I always get first stride no matter what, and you don't have to if your opponent didn't get a little frisky and just didn't pressure you at all early and you know you're you like you're like one damage you can just not use the effect you just don't have to use it. And it's like sure I'll give you first stride but you have had you had no pressure on me prior to this. I mean this made it so like Dementia Belize's biggest
0: problem of being rushed is now something your opponent has to think about cuz they're like ah oh, shit. Do I want to do that and let them get like a plus what is it plus 4 plus 3? So yeah, it turns uh, into f- a it turns into a plus 2. Oh, plus 2, sorry. Do I want them to get a plus 2 you know before I even hit stride? <laughs> And then, like, if you're playing a deck that has, like, a kind of mediocre first stride pill, Moon, Narukami, OTT, etc., um, you know, it's very hard to catch up on this.
3: Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, this card this card is just nuts. It, it, it looks a lot like an old Dimensional Robo card called Yusha that had the same cost, but you just search your deck for D-Robo and wrote it as Stand. Um, but this and but in, you, it, you it, it would it like started from grade two or the metal board card black boy which uh, you shove for metalborgs into soul and then search for a grade three ride it and then legion uh, but th- they this card is kind of on a whole different level
2: yeah I remember when you were first proxying it I played like five or six games with aqua force I lost every single one of them <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, being on the business end of this is not fun. And then I think in Japan, this ended up getting like second place at some big tournament. Um, Yeah, evidenced when different fight like
3: was so
0: happy (laughs) about this.
3: Yeah, this D Robo deck is now like completely needlessly expensive. So I apologize if you still have don't have all the pieces, but uh, I I don't care. I bought my laurels for a fucking dollar, so (laughs) whatever. (laughs) And then like this basically just made D Robo meta. Yeah, th- this one card took D Robo from like nearly unplayable to uh, pretty good. So to let you know the power of this card, and it th- this set overall was pretty poor, especially since the best card in the sets are common. I think that I do think that Die Hawk is the best card in the set, yeah, and then is. like the, whatever the three best OTT cards are, I can't really pick, and then Die Max. <laughs> uh, pro- I, I like the Amatros G Guard a lot. I like the uh, I like that grade Two guy. And Snack. then either either the grade three Susano or like the snake or something I don't know. Mm-hmm. like I would be my top five cards. but I've, I'm not I, I can't say I'm like on the surface impressed by any of the great nature cards, and I hope that I am as time goes on, but as it stands now, none of them like really like really uh, what's like come out?
2: Yeah like we played two or three games this afternoon and it just didn't do anything. <laughs> Which yeah, I mean, thing. This is uh, great, danger.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, all the stuff that was happening was already there. Yeah.
2: Basically. But then, like, your older build just did it better.
0: Yeah, so I, I put it back. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, this set
3: was just so much worse than Try 3, which was mm-hmm. very surprising. I, I, I expected there to be more, like, directed support, I guess. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. the players were playing, like, because it was based on these players. But, I mean, I was kind of hoping that that wasn't the case because fucking Carl plays Enigman. Yeah. Which is, like, not even yeah. a real deck, and it's still not a real deck, even if there's a player in the show playing it and they my, cannot even give Enigman cards that are, you know, do anything. My favorite thing yeah. is they made an, an, an Enigman SP pack. That's, <laughs> that just made me laugh. <laughs> I mean, it has Kalman, it and it had, they put X-Tiger in there because they needed to make the SP pack worth something.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, well, but, I, hope, uh, I mean, we'll be back in... You know, a, a few months or in about a month, actually, for a Rummy Labyrinth, and that's that's going to be uh, quite a day because it, <laughs> it may just be two plans, But uh, you mean, holy you shit! Mean it has oh. night rose cards in it. It has night yeah. rose cards and a decent Harry Grade Three. That's about night it. rose,
3: which yeah. is arguably the an best. And
0: an OKG for you guys.
3: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's all right. It's pretty good. Night Rose already like the best well arguably the best deck now is just getting like more like decent support. Yeah. Like
2: disgusting. And we've it's... just completely power creeped away the Night Rose stride.
0: Yeah. What a shame. <laughs> I well, mean, Gash did that. Yeah. I, I just imagine like, you know, new Night Rose players after the set comes out, like, hey, what's a good budget Night Rose deck? And they're like, okay, you need two of the Night Rose stride. <laughs> you know. <laughs> some dude in the time machine is
3: like, What where was I for this? I, I don't think that the Nitro stride will even be budget. I just because of the waifu tax. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, well,
0: let's see. I don't know. Well, uh, next week we're going to be talking about uh, GBT10, so stay tuned. This is that already? Jesus Christ. I know, right? Yeah. It's coming out pretty quick. Um,
2: and we have, like, 20 million Girdrit players.
0: Oh, yeah, there's me, there's Rootbeer, there's Richard, there's... I think that's it, but... <laughs> The you know. roommate. Yeah, that's true. There's Mike. I mean, uh, R- Richard is the only one who. Uh, okay, Mike too. But like, they're the only ones who have any integrity. I'm literally just doing this because fuck it. So, uh, uh, I made an offhand comment
2: about Gergerit being better Luard.
0: Yeah.
2: Luard and built Gergerit on
3: area, and then I ended up buying the duck. But now, but now, but now, there's going to be like deck the Luar deck that just wins by decking your opponent out. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I've already gotten to experience that. I hate it.
3: Lilil was actually stupid, but we'll talk about that more next week. We'll talk about yeah. that next week. Well, until next time, that's was... no secret. What? That's
0: no secret. Yep. Well, until next time, I'm Matt.
1: I'm Matt. Here.
0: Hi, Gabe. <laughs> Hi. And I'm Root Beer. And we'll see you next time. I want to take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast. Uh, I also recommend sharing it with your friends, family, anybody who likes Vanguard. Uh, You can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet me Atlas Novak. so at a t l a s n o v a c k you can also tweet at nexus at night n-e-x-u-s-a-t-n-i-g-h-t or you can tweet the nexus core youtube channel so at n-e-x-u-s-c-o-r-p-s be sure to check out that youtube channel uh we have you know card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff